This week marks the 19th anniversary of the terrorist attacks on September the 11th. You know, whenever we speak of the quote-unquote victims of 9-11, that certainly brings certain images and memories and thoughts to mind. But those recollections get even more vivid if you add to them the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, or United 93, because those were the sites of those unprecedented attacks, and by pinpointing those locations, it, it makes them all the more real to us. But to take that a step further, to say Janet Alonzo, or Patrick Woods, or Timothy O'Brien, or Barbara Keating, or Robert Sutcliffe Jr., that takes it to a whole nother level, doesn't it? It makes the tragedy intensely personal to say those names. You know, each of the 2,996 victims on 9-11 had family. They each had personality traits and responsibilities. Each one of those people had a unique tone of voice, a distinctive laugh, a peculiar demeanor, and a set of interests. You know, it's one thing to feel a note of sadness as we think back in the big picture of the terrorist attacks. But it's quite another thing to see a picture of someone, or maybe to even have known someone who died that fateful day. But what about another tragedy that occurs every single day? A tragedy that God's people are keenly familiar with. We sing songs about it, songs like Seeking the Lost or Rescue the Perishing. We read passages about it, like John 3.16, that God so loved the world. Luke 19, verse 10, that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Or Matthew 7, verse 13, how many will go in the broad way that leads to destruction. We preach about it and we pray about opportunities to reach this lost and dying world. And all of that is very important. But that can become really impersonal. Too often for us, the lost or the world is just this faceless, nebulous, indistinct group whose lostness may cause a twinge of sadness in our hearts, but unfortunately, it doesn't really stir us to action in order to help them. Let me just ask you, when's the last time you read John 3.16 and inserted the name of a specific person who needs to respond to the love of God? For God so loved blank that He gave His only Son for them. Or when's the last time you sang that song, Rescue the Perishing, and you thought about someone that you know personally and how you need to take part in that rescue effort to rescue blank? Or when's the last time that you prayed for a lost soul by name? Yes, it is true. We want to be concerned and we want to think about and we want to pray for all lost souls. But remember, those souls are people. They have names. They're real. They are personal and they are lost. When we put a name and a face to souls who are in danger, we can then help them to avoid a tragedy that is undeniably worse than 9-11. And that is an eternity without God. And so today, brother, sister, 
Who will you specifically pray for by name and then take actionable steps to move that individual one step closer to the kingdom of God? You know their name. Now say it and help them.